Right. Last Are time. we ready to get into the, the meat of Anna and the Apocalypse? Hey, Naomi. Why does Santa always come through the chimney? I don't know, Bex. Why does Santa always come through the chimney? Because he knows better than to try the back door. This is yeah. what you signed up for. This is what I signed up for. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm very excited though. I'm so excited to talk about this film. I've been wanting to talk to you about it for months. Yeah, we'll get, let's get into it. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Bex. I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Except today, because it's Halloween. So we're here to talk about a Christmas adjacent movie. <laughs> because it's Christmas every Halloween at Jingle Bells. <laughs> no? Oh. Yes. Christmas ween. Happy Great. Christmas ween. Christmas. Oh, I like that. Christmas ween. <laughs> <laughs> immediately filthy with it i love it just just awful well thank you everyone for joining us this is episode one of season two of jingle bells uh where our our christmas movie review review is a a christmas movie discussion podcast uh, between (laughs) myself and the lovely naomi Uh, and today do you want to fill us in on on the um, the first episode and and how we're forcing christmas even earlier this year (laughs) Oh, we're only a couple of weeks earlier than we were last year, so I, I feel no shame. And also, <laughs> what a perfect film we've got to transition from Halloween to Christmas um, with Anna the Impo- uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Why can't I speak today? <laughs> sorry. Uh, yes, sorry. We have the perfect film for the Halloween to Christmas transition in Anna and the Apocalypse, which is touted as a zombie apocalypse Christmas musical. And some of those words we love. I mean, I kind of, I like <laughs> all of those words in that sentence. Like, that's a great, like, I'm in, you know? Zombie mm-hmm. Apocalypse Christmas musical? Okay. Yeah. I'll, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll bite. Let sure. me watch this. And you know what? I did watch it. And you watched it. I did. And uh-huh. now we're going to talk about it. We are. Because... And without further ado, the synopsis. Oh, I need to do a jingle. This is the thing I used to do last season that I've just remembered that I did. Right. Um, it's synopsis. It's synopsis time. Oh, it's time for the synopsis. Nobody's going to read us a synopsis. It's synopsis time. Yeah. It might be your best one yet. I don't know. Wait, I did steal it from Flight of the Concord, so, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. So, a zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of Littlehaven at Christmas, forcing oh. Anna and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival, facing the undead in a desperate race to reach their loved ones. But they soon discover that no one is safe in this new world, and with civilization falling apart around them, the only people they can truly rely on are each other. <sighs> It's a pretty good synopsis. I, normally the synopsis for these movies are like, Heather was a, a baker. And it's like, there's no <laughs> character called Heather in this movie. What are you doing? But like, yeah, this is a pretty good, I would mm-hmm. say this is, that's an accurate synopsis of the movie. 
Um, yes, yes, there was, was a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, a lot mm-hmm. of zombies. So, yeah, it lives tick, up tick, to tick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it fits in all the genres we have as well. Thankfully, like many of the films that we've discussed recently, actually, um, this is also set in Scotland. I will say Little Haven is not actually a place. Um, it is completely yeah, fictional. That, I, I, was, I did actually have that in my notes to, to yeah. question. Is Little is this meant to be in Scotland? Yes. Is it meant, so, so Little Haven is a fictional Scottish town. Yes, um, made okay, up great. of several places in Scotland, including Port Glasgow, Greenock, West Calder, and the bowling alley scene was filmed in my hometown of Falkirk. Oh, nice! <laughs> have you been to that bowling alley? I have. I've had many a birthday party there, in fact. Oh, amazing! That's great. I like that a lot. Yeah, I know. I was watching it again last night because I hadn't realised. I've been doing a lot of research for you know the podcast and whatever but i didn't realize that until last night and as i was watching the film back i was like i've stood in front of that glow in the dark wall hmm interesting i've eaten burgers in that place oh my god oh, wow. yeah. were there zombies there when you were there for your birthday <laughs> no zombies when you were here for your birthday party no oh. no 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 my birthday's in for january sure. so less zombies than uh oh right you know, yeah, for a halloween not. birthday <laughs> that's fair hmm. but so yeah we need so... to get into our get into our christmas criteria mm-hmm. yeah so first of all i had the joyous job this time of counting <laughs> christmas trees uh and there were 37 christmas trees before the zombies showed up and that's when i decided that's because it's a christmas ween film yeah. the arrival of the zombies was a good a good point to uh break it up i mean yeah. I, I would say it was very festive every mm-hmm. wall was decorated with tinsel and posters there was a lot of activities which is what we we seek out mm-hmm. in our christmas movies she had a dead parent by the end she had multiple yeah. everyone had dead parents by the end because it was a zombie <laughs> apocalypse movie but she had a dead parent to start with which you mm-hmm. know we know that makes it a christmas movie so it does we've got to have a tragic was... backstory before we get yeah. into the the tragic story of the apocalypse, oh, the apocalypse 100%. Yeah. um yeah i mean we missed a trick we probably should have counted christmas zombies instead but do you know what <sighs> listeners you can count the christmas zombies and let us know how many there are tweet at us <laughs> yes i got it in so soon <laughs> immediately immediately um unfortunately there is no vanessa hudgens but this cast you know some of them have some pretty good credits we've got ella hunt as anna she was in cold feet tv series you might be familiar if you're from the uk um you know she's also in the 2018 film the more you ignore me and also dickinson which is a tv show that's been running from 2018 uh little malcolm cumming who plays john has credits for upcoming tv series murder island hmm there's a theme to malcolm's work (laughs) malcolm just die in all of the he's the new sean bean he is malcolm yeah, cummins is the new sean bean <laughs> you're welcome put malcolm. That on his, you're welcome that's a good credit <laughs> um everybody probably recognizes mark benton who is tony anna's dad he's been in he's things been like in eddie the eagle waterloo road silent witness murphy's law i am spouting off a lot of films and tv series that kind of are uk based but yeah if you're from the uk you will look at mark benton and go i know like, you oh, from yeah, somewhere he was in that doctor who episode yeah. or that thing yeah he's been in a lot <laughs> he has um as has paul k who is you know arthur savage the headmaster and all round 
bad guy. He's been in things like Shameless, Being Human, but most famously he's probably known as Thoris of Mir from Game of Thrones. You were, I didn't, I didn't clock, I like, I knew it was him because you told me beforehand, <laughs> but I didn't clock. He has a lot of very different facial hair in the, this, this particular movie. So mm-hmm. it's a good he job. Does. I mean, they all kind of have a, a, a list of fairly standard UK TV actors. Like they've all yeah. been on Casualty as a body or a patient. They've all been in the <laughs> bill or something like yeah it's pretty standard stuff that you'd expect but still very impressive and they i think they did a good job oh they were fantastic like i thought paul k was amazing with all of his songs i think mark benton like obviously while he wasn't you know there the whole time when he did sing and when he was on screen he was fantastic ella hunt is great malcolm coming is great um i think singing wise Steph, who's played by Sarah Swire, actually stole the show for me. Um, like she was the yeah, yeah she was just amazing and everything. And everybody else kind of felt like her backup singers at various points. Yeah, which is a shame because it's <laughs> like, oh, maybe you should have been cast as the lead. But I do actually like the casting. I think they did a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, normally we're like, this is the point where we recast the movie, but um, no, um, I actually. I kind of liked the fact it was like a lot of lesser known or kind of Mm -hmm. those recognisable but not those A-list names. And obviously Mm -hmm. when you're casting teenagers to play teenagers, or, or, you know, I'm sure sure most of them were like early (laughs) 20s to play teenagers, but, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you've got to take a chance with, you know, you're not just going to get Emma Watson in all the time to do everything. So I liked, I think these guys did a good job. Mm -hmm. They were believable. I liked Mm -hmm. their friendships, their relationships. It all was... Yeah, it was a. There's a lot of good stuff. We'll get to it. We'll get yeah, to it. it's very different to the last like Scottish independent film that we watched, which was Lost at Christmas. Like this, I I enjoyed that at the time, and the more time yeah. has passed, the less I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> but... I like look back and I go, oh yeah, that scene was really weird. I'm still yeah. traumatized by that scene and the moonlight and then touching each other. <laughs> Um, you know, if you want to listen to us actually talk about Lost at Christmas, we do have an episode from season one, um, mm-hmm. which you can find on Apple, hooray, or Spotify, or wherever you listen Everywhere. to podcasts. Yeah, all over the place. Um, but I totally agree. Like the casting was really good. I actually bought Malcolm and Ella as teenagers. Like, don't get me wrong when Steph pops up at the start of the film before you see her uniform, I assumed that she was a teacher because she was talking well. to her girlfriend. Um, you know. But yeah, like then Chris and Lisa also believably ca- uh, cast as well. And, you know, that's probably why you have people like Mark Benton and Paul Kay in there because they're very experienced actors and they'd be like, you know, encouraging this young talent on set. Mm-hmm. Hopefully um, we weren't there. We don't know the story yeah. behind it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that just it was really good. You also loved the uh, costuming and I totally agree oh. with you as well. Like it was very believable British school uniforms I, in there. Yeah. Actually, the thing is, is that a lot of movies or TV shows or whatever, when they do a UK school, they give everyone the same outfit and they're Mm -hmm. like, here's your school uniform. But having gone to an actual British school (laughs) that has school uniform, you you try and get away with like the most, the the clothes, it's like 
it's uncanny valley of school mm-hmm. uniform. It's like, yeah. okay, you have to wear a black knee-length skirt. Okay, well, I'm going to go find a skater skirt or a fitted skirt or whatever. <laughs> so it's like everyone's wearing kind of a uniform, but yeah. really it's just like the tie or the blazer that's the mm-hmm. same. And otherwise it's all different stuff. So I really like the costuming. Love mm-hmm. those big ass penguin costumes. They were great. Want one. Oh. They look very cozy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think that's going to fall. It's like the thing that made it feel more like an actual school mm. was the fact it wasn't like copy paste. Everyone's in yeah. the same, exactly the same outfit. Like, I think they did. Yeah. yeah, I think they did a good job. I mean, likelihood the casting team just went, okay, here's your tie. Wear a white shirt and black, and then everyone just came <laughs> in what they had. Um, just like school. <laughs> yeah, but they did a good job as well of like, <laughs> like literally, yeah, <laughs> like. Some people in designer, some people are in Primark. Let's go. Um, I think they did a good job of like actually kind of showing off certain elements of the mm. characters with the uniform. So like Steph's uniform, yes, which was yeah. like the the what's it called? The, like it's like a, ve- a knitted vest. Yeah, her knitted vest is I great. Her like kind of was it like pleather jacket, suede kind of yeah, looking jacket had, that like, was quite a, nice. Yeah, she had a cool mm-hmm. a coolish looking jacket. Um, mm-hmm. Anna had like big old boots and mm-hmm. tight trousers and stuff like that, which is what I used to wear when I went to school. Yep. It was like a big coat. <laughs> um, there was like minimal, there was like, they were obviously in makeup, but it was like minimal makeup. It's mm-hmm. like the makeup you could get away with for school. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it was, they, I, they didn't need to kind of put that focus in to, to mm-hmm. kind of unify the characters through their school uniform and kind of tell you a bit about them i mean obviously clothes are close and we shouldn't judge people mm-hmm. from what they're wearing but also it's a movie and costuming is it's yeah. part of that um but so also yeah, like clothing they, they tells us job. a lot about people doesn't it like it's how you express yeah. yourself to the world so you know like i loved john's christmas jumper it's something that i would wear myself so now cute. the fact it lit up as well i was I like know. i am in <laughs> where can i get oh, one um yeah. <laughs> but yeah like john's jumper was great uh i thought lisa's style was really nice i mean we'll get to lisa because that fitting scene was also so intense much like her really later cool. christmas number um you know but yeah like her expression was really nice like she had her little skirt her little jumper and i've i went to school with girls that looked exactly like lisa oh, dressed exactly like that um you know chris was chris and it seems like it embodied very much who he was as well so you know it was nice and yeah they don't need to necessarily pay as much attention to detail or or things like that but the fact that they did and that it actually looked like a british movie uh or Mm. sorry british film because i'll annoy people that listen to this and hate me talking in americanisms um it's not a movie it's a film um yes sorry so the film yeah it's you know, even down to when we had the scenes in the uh, housing estates, like, mm-hmm. I thought that the attention to detail in that was also brilliant. Like, they didn't have any fancy cars. It was like a little Corsa that was crashed, you know. Yeah. Very typical British car, especially for, you know, lower middle class yeah, families absolutely. and stuff. It was like they had mm-hmm. the budget and they could have done all these things with it mm-hmm. and it feels like they chose not to. Or maybe mm-hmm. they didn't have the budget, but they made it look like they had the budget. So. Yeah. I mean, I think the zombie makeup was like really impressive because mm-hmm. that's a lot of extras you got to paint up mm-hmm. to look like undead nightmare creatures and mm-hmm. they did a really good job. I 
loved how many like there was a lollipop lady that was great (laughs) santa's a zombie just rocking around like all these people in woolly i mean actually that was the one thing i will say in classic christmas movie fashion there was snow on the ground and Mm -hmm. anna was in a little cardi and a a shirt and i'm like where is the thickness is in scotland (laughs) where's her bubble hat where's her you know mm-hmm. big fleece where's the scarf mm-hmm. but other than that other would have weighed her down in the zombie apocalypse job. it would have yeah to be fair yeah. you can't run away but then you can't get through <laughs> it's like a nice thick like puff like a puffer jacket <clears throat> a zombie will come mm-hmm. up and bite you and then they'll like puncture it and then you'll be blown but it'll away still by be like air. three christmas jumpers deep <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like... uh, um... yeah. other than that minor yeah. ped- pedantic gripe uh, yes, mm-hmm. I, I did like the costumes. I always like. Yeah. I always. I don't know why I always pay attention to costumes, but like the, the sets were really good. The locations that they picked were really good. I love the fact that it is set across. Well, set in Scotland, but obviously filmed across, um, especially like the Central Belt and stuff. But mm-hmm. I have to say, like with them switching locations so many times, it did get confusing as to how that town would be mapped out. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a bit like, okay, so you're at the bowling alley and you have to go yeah. via the park to get home. I was also like, okay, so one day you're being driven to school by your dad and then the next day you walk to school. So, mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And you don't even notice your dad isn't there. So, like, mm-hmm. what's what's happening? What's go- what's happening here? What's the deal? Um, How big is this yeah. town? Because most yeah, Scottish towns are like not running that big. For a- you're running forever. And it's like, okay. That- There's only so much time to run across. Like, that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> um but yeah like i thought that, that was all great uh that was all great that i know that was about it. oh my god bex i can't even bring my brain back around anymore i um, don't know well maybe we maybe i can bring your brain back around when i talk about the um evil headmaster who we've already touched on that uh he did yeah. a really good uh mm-hmm. paul k that's his name besides Dax's name I always get their names wrong Boris Um, and Mir did a really good job as the evil headmaster um, mm -hmm. who's kind of lost the plot and I feel like there is a teacher at every single school who just takes it way too seriously Mm -hmm. they're they're the one who's like I went to an all girls school so a lot of the like co-ed things are lost on me I don't know whether you used to like make out with boys in the corridor because I was at a girls school so we were more like oh my god there's a window cleaner it's a man quick everyone put some lippy on right it's like literally a 40 year old window cleaner's just there and we're all like age 13 trying to like don't know what the plot was but we were just like so starved of male attention we had no idea what we're doing anyway but there was definitely a teacher at that school at Mm -hmm. least one who was like took it all way too serious that skirt's the wrong shade of blue and that mm, sh- you need to tuck mm-hmm. your shirt in and this isn't appropriate and that and this and whatever and it was like okay okay Bethany, yeah. calm down like <laughs> i uh i once got sent home from my school uniform <laughs> i would have literally loved that to be fair though i would be like oh i really don't want to go in today god he's got a test in history gonna wear some jeans let's go like I was wearing leggings and shorts and they did oh. not take kindly to that. But what no. was ridiculous is that a lot of other people had been doing it and I was like, oh, well, I guess it's fine. But then, you know, we put in the fact that I was I was head girl at the time and they were not happy with me representing the school. <laughs> you were head girl? 
You're so fancy. Wow. I was like, throat. They were like, go to college, leave our school. I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) I didn't even want to be there, and nobody else wanted to do it. So, you know, story of my life. Um... You got the credit for your UCAS application. (laughs) It will look great to unis, and unis are like, head girl, okay, we don't care. Just go to the lecture. Yeah. nobody cares anyway yes so um, the, yes so there's mm-hmm. always the teacher who takes it too seriously yeah. i mean like I, I i feel like it's kind of reasonable if a zombie apocalypse happened and you've been working really hard your whole life to be a head teacher i mean okay sure what a time to um, seize power <laughs> yeah right you know what i mean and then it's like oh it's you know trying to make the best out of a bad situation by mm-hmm. killing everyone and trying to control a horde of zombies like that's kind of felt felt like what his narrative mm, and he was like, mm-hmm. I if I'm gonna be a headmaster of these if I can wrangle these children, I can wrangle these zombies. He was gonna like send them off to detention or whatever. Um yeah. I think he did a good job. I his voice was surprisingly good. I wasn't mm-hmm. I didn't I don't know, I didn't I don't know whether why I didn't expect him to be able to sing. I mean a lot of actors can sing. Um Yeah. But I think he did a good job of like what he was given and, mm-hmm. and his little facial hair was really funny um and he felt very head teacher it was like this yeah. is, that is the teacher that you do avoid like you're like mm-hmm. i'll go the long way i'll go outside in the rain to get around <laughs> this particular individual so that they don't oh, like tell me off because i've got a bit of nail polish on and that's going to interrupt my learning mm-hmm. <laughs> no definitely a hundred percent like yeah i can think of at least five examples of teachers like that in my old school yeah. and yeah, he he was really well cast, um, but he's always been very good at playing those kind of like off kilter, slightly unhinged, you know, thirsty for power kind of characters. Um, so I, I just, I really enjoyed him. I think he's great in everything that he does anyway, but I was also yeah. surprised that he could sing so well. I yeah. loved, I loved his number. Uh, Nothing's Gonna yeah. Stop Me Now. I thought that that was absolutely fantastic. I love the fact that he's crashing around the kitchen. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. You know, His we are embracing like, the insanity. <laughs> yeah, It's great. I mean, actually, <clears throat> for, for a movie musical, the songs were really good. I they felt were. like they mm-hmm. the routines weren't... The dancing was a little bit... I mean, the dance routines were a little bit questionable. But yeah. I think that overall they did a really good job. It was like definitely mm-hmm. musical vibes. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the song was when she's like leaving the house and it's like the zombie oh, apocalypse is outside um... and her and John have like that little duet uh, yeah. where they're both like... To be fair though... I literally was exactly like that. If I had my headphones in, I'm dead to the world. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like zombies killing people, cars mm-hmm. crashing next door. I'm listening to Black Parade on loud. So I'm wandering <laughs> off to school. Yeah, uh, that was turning my life around. I also love yes. that one. It's the, it was in the trailer as well. And, you know, I watched the trailer the first time and I was like, oh, this is quite a bop. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I watched it the second time and I was like, hang on that postman's eating a baby or yeah. <laughs> you know shit someone just fell out that window yeah. um you know i think in the trailer they said it was like shawn of the dead meets la la land and i actually yes. think that's pr- a pretty accurate i mean one <laughs> what praise but also two pretty accurate yeah it is it's so good it's um, so so good i mean yeah. yeah i mean that that is halfway the through the songs film. are all pretty good mm-hmm you know, there's some great lines as well that I love. Uh, you know, I, I love a cafeteria number anyway. 
but Hollywood Hollywood ending was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Very high school um, musical. Mm-hmm, it was. It was perfect. I loved the fact that John broke out singing "This Isn't Disney," and I was like, "What talent from Scotland wrote this? Where are they? Yeah. How can I find them? And can we be friends, yeah. please?" <laughs> I I do think some of these some of these songs might make it onto the. Jingle Bells Christmas playlist, which we will get yeah. to with later episodes, because it's not quite, it's not quite, and no one's no one's ready yet for our Christmas playlist. But I do no, think no. the one that I would nominate to go on the playlist is uh, the sexy song that Lisa sings at a talent show in front of parents Ooh. and grandparents and children, <laughs> where she's talking about emptying your sack and yep. uh... <laughs> <laughs> that I'd like. I forgot about it until I Come watched down it again. My chimney, my like, chimney oh my needs God, to be unblocked. Sure. There. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and her boyfriend's Crikey, gran Lisa. is sitting there specifically to watch this. Yeah, and it's next to an empty chair that her boyfriend's meant to be at, and we feel all sad for her, but it's because he is being chased by zombies. <laughs> we don't know this yet though because we're too busy looking yeah. at a bunch of very skinny teenage boys in shorts yeah. like very tight it's like the reverse mean girls that's 100 yeah. percent what it is it's like mm-hmm. if the mean girls christmas dance had male backup dancers that yep. is what it would be they were wearing little red shorts suspenders mm-hmm. and a santa hat <laughs> i'm like <laughs> Okay, this is a school play, but it's fine. She was in like a really cool, like blue, mm. fitted blue gown kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which looks nice-ish, like you know, fairly mm-hmm. prom, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm just thinking about those like little dances. Why? Oh, just, just, just like think... to follow a penguin rap between two teenagers who are like oh my fake, god, fake dancing the penguin right? rap. They're like, oh, we ate fish just for the hell of it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> They're like rapping away, yeah. having a grand, grand old time, dancing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So we've, we've gone around a lot of the things. So we know that yeah. the plot of the movie is kind mm-hmm. of centralized on, it kind of starts with these say, the, like these four characters. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. When we get to the zombie, like there's a lot of setup and then the zombie apocalypse happens, right? Yeah, um, I yeah. will say when I first started watching this movie, there is like a moment where it's on the radio where it's like the flu pandemic, blah blah blah, yeah. and I had to like pause <laughs> it and was like, "When was this written? 2018?" Ha 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 ha! It just needed yeah. a little moment, just a little. I was like, "I'm gonna need a wine <laughs> to deal with this," <laughs> and it was like all of them just ignoring the news about this pandemic. I know. And I was like, "Yeah, feels relatable." Mm-hmm. Aha. Um, that's what anyway, happens in a pandemic yes how accurately yeah, they portrayed is, this before yeah, the actual religion. pandemic um, yeah yeah so, so zombies show up mm-hmm. she meets up with john there's a zomb- loads of zombies happening outside they, they really get attacked by a zombie they... snowman yeah they do mm-hmm. get attacked by a zombie snowman who's like in a big i don't really have... okay i i we love christmas right we do me yeah. and you we love christmas <laughs> I am not wandering around dressed as fucking Santa or a snowman or an elf. Like, so I think what, what job is he doing with this? Is that like you know when eventually they start mother? running through the the Christmas village kind of thing? Yeah. I think all of the people who are in costumes have been zombified at the Christmas village. Um, 
is my belief. I'm not 100% right. sure, but I figured that's where it is. Because at one point, there's like a giant elf zombie. There's a Santa zombie. There's a yeah. snowman zombie, which gets decapitated by a seesaw of all things. Like, quick yeah. thinking. Um, and yeah, and then still, despite decapitating this snowman zombie, they don't seem to believe the zombie apocalypse is real. Or Anna, sorry, specifically, yeah, Anna's doesn't kind buy of it. In, <laughs> Anna's like, nah, this isn't a thing. Uh, they go to the bowling alley where they work. Oh. Because yes. they need internet or something. I don't know. But they they just like, they're like, okay, yeah. we can't go home. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to go home, but we can't stay here. Let's go to the place that we have keys for. Fair. Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. a good idea. I might go to my office if I had nowhere else to, to kind of turn to. So they get there mm-hmm. and Steph and Chris are there. Mm-hmm. And they were out filming uh, the homeless kitchen. shelter mm-hmm. soup kitchen, something or other, uh, the night before when all the zombie stuff started happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris and John are like kind of the Tweedledum and Tweedledee of uh, teenage boys. Uh, my, to be fair, I did really like it when he was there on his phone and he went, oh my God, Justin Bieber's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, follow up with that, I did love how defensive John got when Chris suggested that Taylor Swift might be a zombie, and no. he's like, no, Tay-Tay is fine. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Tay-Tay would be like, fine. Yeah. She would be absolutely John. fine. John knows what's, John John knows knows what's, what's up. up. Actually, to be fair, this is, let's, let's talk a bit about John, about Malcolm Cummings and his portrayal of John. Mm-hmm. So John is like that, his his role is that he fancies the lead girl yeah. and you kind of think they're gonna end up to get like they're the classic mm-hmm. in the christmas movie the little yeah. couple right and you're like well yeah. you're gonna end the film by having a little smooch you think no. so because she's got a shitty ex right you got yeah, shitty ex got, like, nick yeah ex who, who bullies john he does a pretty mm-hmm. good job of bullying him i can't remember what his name is i think it's ben nick wiggins Higgins, no, ben wiggins something. yeah sorry ben wiggins uh-huh. something like that um he yeah. yeah so he 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 again has the same repertoire of what he's been on the bill on casualty on some other stuff with like random mm-hmm. episodes of this and that um he does a pretty good job of being like the handsome bully mm-hmm. guy uh i mean obviously it's a yeah. shitty trope to have to play um mm-hmm. but he, he does, does a good job. Well. Mm-hmm. He, I loved his song, like him leaving this horde of chavs <laughs> through the zombie apocalypse, like to slaughter all these zombies. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I probably would want to be with all these like really violent chavs who are used to having fights and smashing mm-hmm. heads in. Like, they're gonna be way more experienced mm-hmm. than my poet friends. Like, oh, I'm a pacifist. I can't <laughs> hit. No, it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> what if I can change? Oh, them I look with forward my to words? that apocalypse. Nope. <sighs> no it's a zombie go for the brain uh yeah, yeah nick yeah. Is, is very good um in what he does but yeah john it's the classic story that goes in every rom-com every christmas rom-com like best friend plot line they're gonna end up together they're gonna fall in love it's gonna be great but yeah. this film but no, messes with that trope he gets he reaches <laughs> a hand out at one point and he gets bit by a zombie yep. and i was genuinely mm-hmm. very sad because like john was annoying at first i was like oh, yeah. who the fuck is this guy i was like i'm not really into it and then mm-hmm. he has a couple of songs and i'm like okay i'm more into him and then it's like he's kind of a weird <laughs> nerdy cute little whatever i'm like okay fine yeah mm-hmm. and it's like he kind of grows on you like a rash and then you end up going oh where's my rash gone um <laughs> 
No. And then redundantly, after he's been bit, he then throws him and Anna through a horde of zombies. Anna comes out unscathed, but poor John gets mauled. He does. Absolutely yeah. mauled. I mean, he was gonna. He he was already turning into a zombie. So I think, like, was, yeah. in those moments, if you've been bit, and this is what happens, mm-hmm. a lot of characters have these moments where it's like all you can really do yeah. is he- try and help the people who have not been bit. Mm-hmm. And multiple characters kind of have this particular moment mm-hmm. uh, where they, you know, her dad gets bit at the end, mm-hmm. and and he kind of yeah. leaves. He's like, you go off and do whatever. Um, I think, yeah, I, I felt it was, it was a nice change, right? Because I was mm-hmm. anticipating, okay, well, the four of them are going to get out at the end and it's all going to yeah. be fine. And actually, nope, nope, nope. They don't all nope. get out. And like, I think when mm-hmm. Steph, is it Steph? Steph goes off to go get her car keys. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. are conveniently stolen for plot reasons earlier mm-hmm. on in the movie. Uh, and Lisa gets bitten by Lisa and Chris who are finally reunited and mm-hmm. Chris's Chris's poor gran has died not as a zombie she just like passed away from the stress but can I just say like, like I did expect her to be a zombie when he was saying goodbye to her I had this horrible moment where she was going to turn around and like just rip his face off <laughs> yeah. I was like no oh my god no yeah um and then the same with Anna's dad like you just kind of felt like at some point someone was going to turn um but yeah, like the Chris and Lisa's reunion was really sad, and then they get bit, and then like they become well, she zombies gets bit, together. And then yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna stay with this bit bitch." And no, no, a he zombie. gets bitten on his arm. Oh, does he well. get bit too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's how they both end up being there as well. But it's really, it's like as cute as zombie films ever are. It's very nice because they just wander past each other, all zombified, and then they touch hands, and then they wander off again, and you're like, oh. No. <laughs> Oh, maybe they'll have beautiful zombie babies together. (laughs) (laughs) One day. I will say, though, earlier in the movie, when Mm -hmm. we are introduced to them being boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like, Mm -hmm. he comes and sits down at the table and she goes, boyfriend, and grabs him. And they have the most disgusting makeout that I have seen in a movie in a very, very long time. It's very, a lot of tongue. (laughs) very open mouth i'm like yeah this is how teenagers mm. make out i see that that's okay like i'm yeah. like yeah that looks like my first kiss i know mm-hmm. what that is but yeah it, it looked wet and uh yeah noisy and a bit gross so yeah good job did, movie did. for traumatizing me with that <laughs> but they did an excellent job of making it look exactly like teenagers do yeah uh that was impressive i i too was like oh no it's too much tongue at like yes. 12 in the afternoon and then you know they just like decide to have a makeout session in the middle of their big cafeteria number as well and i'm like hmm. yeah yes that was to be fair having gone to a co-ed school there's not a lot of people standing making out in the corridors and whatever like you'd save that for outside of school when the teachers aren't looking at you and when there aren't thousands of other people around like yeah that's yeah I mean, there's a surprising number of teenagers just standing necking in corridors here (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's a bit i mean teenagers just kind of spend a lot of time like very close to each other but you don't actually like kiss or Mm -hmm. anything what a great way to bring about the the second season of christmas ween (laughs) jingle hells (laughs) 
um yeah like it's I don't know, I suppose we've come to a natural end. Would you fix this film? Like, usually you have to Ooh. fix things. Like, you had to repair Christmas Prince 2 beyond a like, lot. being recognized. Yeah, I had to change. <laughs> I was like, you're going to need to make a new movie, and then this is the sequel, the two sequels that you're going to have <laughs> to follow up from this second <laughs> movie. Um, I actually really liked... Mm-hmm. I no, I don't think I would fix it. I think it was pretty good. Like, I mean, maybe I would have slightly less like tongue action between mm-hmm. Lisa and Chris. That was a bit unnecessary. But actually it kind of helped to establish their like codependency relationship mm-hmm. for later on in the movie. I really liked the songs, I really liked the costumes, I liked the casting. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really that much to fix. High praise. No. High pre- could have done with some more delicious mead so that for the drinking game we could have drank a couple more times. But um, it's true, it's true. But we'd have to change I'll up our think... drinking game anyway. Like there were plenty of jumpers. There weren't a yeah. lot of like slow motion romantic moments because you know who's slow motion really, in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a, it's not a romantic thing in the same way. I would have liked to kind of meet Steph's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just because she was brought up a few times and it was kind of like well if you're going to be a shitty girlfriend like at least let me mm-hmm. know who you are so I can hate you yeah. Um, yeah. but then at the same time you know they had a lot going on there was a lot of extras there was a lot of mm-hmm. costumes and props and dance routines and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah I'm not fixing this movie this movie is acceptable <laughs> oh that is indeed high I, praise I would oh my say gosh. that it's excellent hey <laughs> <laughs> So uh, how many Vanessa Hudgens out of five are we given this? Ooh. I think it's a... I would... Okay. So here's my thing. As a (laughs) Jingle Bells... As a a Jingle Bells movie and the kind of movie that we normally watch and the things that Mm -hmm. we look for in Christmas movies, I would say that it was like maybe like a two out of five. But considering that it's not, you know, it's not our normal thing. It is Mm -hmm. different to that. I'd probably give it like 3.5 Vanessa Hudgens. Nice. Do you think nice. that's reasonable? I do. I do. I mean, I love the songs an awful lot, so I was going to go for Vanessa Hudgens. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, you can't get five because there's no Vanessa Hudgens. So no it's never going to be a perfect It's never going to be a perfect. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, no, like 3.5, 4 ish. Yeah. It is. So, it now, so really basically, good. watch this movie. It's good. Mm-hmm. We watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. I like how earlier I was like, we'll tell you where you can watch the movie. So then, right <laughs> at the end of this podcast, I'm like, uh, yeah, we watched this on Amazon Prime with a Prime yes. membership that I stole from someone else. Um, and yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The songs are really catchy. I'm sure a couple of them are going to wind up in our playlists. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the songs are better than All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Oh my God, yes. um, especially <laughs> for me, who likes dirty Christmas jokes, having mm-hmm. a dirty Christmas song is always, always yeah. a plus. And you have that pun filled fish wrap. Um, which is yeah. you know also your jam. Uh. <laughs> that is also my jam. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. If I ever, if I ever become, if I ever go on like X Factor, I don't know whether X Factor still exists. If I ever go on like any show where I get to do a song, can I you will do the fish rap? The fish rap. Yeah, <laughs> I will do the fish rap. And then it's that time of year, just as a follow up. Like yeah. yeah um oh, no it's it's great. great i loved the film as well I've, again i've been dying to talk about it for ages since i watched it in july i don't really know why i watched it in july probably because i saw the trailer and went what the fuck is this um yeah um yeah i that mean that's good yeah I, it, it's good everyone mm-hmm. i think anna and the apocalypse tick big mm-hmm. tick 
big Jingle Bells approval. I'll come up with a better system. I'll come up with something better. Oh, and and now we'll round it off with uh, yeah. I've been Naomi. You can find me online at Naomi EH. Yeah, I'm Bex. You can find me at Bex Poet across all everything. Yeah, and uh, Jingle Bells will be coming back again next week where we'll be talking about Holiday. Ooh. I know you watched this one last year. I have not seen it yet. I'm looking forward to it. Ooh. It looks terrible. <laughs> wild. But yeah, everyone Truly have a lovely wild. Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas! <laughs> Bye! Bye! Santa, I've been good this year. Thank you for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoy the show, please support us on Coffee for as little as £1 per month. All donations go straight back into producing Jingle Bells and creating the content that we love to share with you. Find us online at coffee.com slash jinglebellspod or listen along on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or with your preferred provider. 